Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? You don't know what to do because of what? I just don't know how to like... Dispose of them? Yes, because are people going to dig through my trash and be like, this lady's got weed in her house. I mean, maybe. So I just keep all of the little boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't imagine... I hope no one's going to hear garbage, but who knows, you know? Well, I don't think anybody would, but, like, then they could fingerprint the packaging and shit. Oh, my God. You got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's looking. I don't think I don't think anyone cares. I'm a dare kid, man. I'm yeah, but plus, I mean, caught. you got it. I don't know. I just feel like I got. I just threw away some stuff from a trip. If anyone ever asked me anything, like, with my Wendover stuff, I'd be like, yeah, I was over in Nevada. What's up? I I don't have a job. (laughs) What's up? I have got a job. (laughs) I do have a job. (laughs) How is that, by the way? That's all right. If I, if it was, like, my only source of income, I'd lose it. But, like, the drama that goes on there is, like, hilarious to me. (laughs) So. Tell me about it. Well... So, like, there's cameras everywhere. I have not met the woman who texts me every day, the boss's <laughs> wife. I haven't met her yet. I've worked for a month. She's like, give me a Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. She wants me to sign up for Facebook so I can get the information. Like, all this stuff. I'm just like, these are bad ideas. These are good, <laughs> these are good ways to get your staff, like, up in each other's shit. And then, so they have, the whole place is, has cameras in it, which is whatever. I don't care. So, I guess they just sit at home and watch us work all day. Uh, which is a little strange, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm not doing anything weird. But um, <laughs> I was doing a party the other day, and it was the first time I'd done, like, a banquet. So I walked in. I asked. So the back of house, like, the cooks are in charge. And so I walked back, talked to the owner's child and the other cook. And I was like, what's the what's the BEO, which is what uh, what's a banquet's called, like, the, the printout sheet of the banquet, like, with the information, right? We call okay, them yeah. We call them BEOs in the industry. <laughs> um, okay. So I was like, "What's the, where's the BEO? And um, they didn't know what that was, of course. And uh, <laughs> then I was like, what's the procedure? What's the layout? Like, what are we having? What's the menu? Like, what needs to be out there? What are, you know, yeah. how many people... You're and, the only goddamn professional in this whole building. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. They, everybody's going to be like, I just work here. And it's like, well, someone must know. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was working with a girl who's young and dramatic. And it's easy to be dramatic there. If you want to be, you can be dramatic. If you want to mm-hmm. be dramatic, there you can. And so instead of telling me how to do this BEO, what was expected out of the BEO, she just told me all the company drama. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, whatever. And then... um they want garlic bread and salads down at the same time. And I put all the salads out because I'm a fucking beast. Like, that's I, I've done banquets for 10 years, so it's not a big deal. And um, I went back to tell the cook kitchen, like, yo, salads are down if you want to fire entrees. <laughs> and they're like, well, garlic bread needs to be out. And I was like, well, someone should have fucking told me that the five times I asked. <laughs> and I just was just like, okay, cool. Now I know. And then one of the cooks was like, why are you mad? And I'm like, I'm not. I just like to get my job done. And I've asked you all how to do this and no one told me anything. And so one of them 
texts the boss's wife and she calls and tells the girl that's with me to quit being a bitch and help me out. <laughs> and it caused like you don't do that in the middle of a thing. Like you do not you don't you don't chastise your your employees during the rush. You just don't. No. You talk to them after. You make a note. You put it in your little pocket. You keep it in your tummy. Yeah, keep it in your tummy to quote Tommy Sambazo. But uh he uh she She's like, did you did you say something? And I was like, no, but I am irritated. She's like, you know, because the girl was like, you don't have to worry. I'm not going to be mad. I'm like, I don't care if you are mad at me. I'm like, I am way irritated that I don't know. Like, you're supposed to t- teach me how to do this stuff. And I'm like, and the way that she, the boss's wife handled it was ridiculous. I'm like, this whole thing's just ridiculous. And um, the next day I had, a, I like, my the boss's wife called who does the schedule she called mm-hmm. my called me at nine o'clock in the morning nine o'clock sharp no and I, and I was like yeah i'm not answering and <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, like, my phone off. is go, off <laughs> go fuck yourself but um she's like the girl that was there she's like she's no longer with us she doesn't work here anymore could you pick up some of her shifts and i'm like i'll take i took pick up the shift tonight I'm like that's it and uh, then she sent me the procedure of the beach. She's like, in case you don't have this, it's like, this would have been nice to have. But, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just like unnecessary drama. And I think the whole thing's just fucking hilarious, but I do know if it was my only source of income, I'd be losing my shit. So yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad it's just my winter job and like, it's easy. It's a cake. It's a cakewalk. That job. is it really? Yeah. And like, it's I'm so stressful though. That's not cakewalking. No, I mean, it, that's not stressful to me at all. I thought, I seriously thought the whole entire thing was funny. Like, 10 years ago, I would have got right caught up with that. But I'm like, no, I'm a vet. Like, I, <laughs> it's not a big deal. And, like, I also have been a manager. And when she eventually asks me about it, because, like, whenever anyone brings it up, I'm like, yeah, it's very strange. Like, <laughs> the way she handles this shit is very strange. Um, but it, when she eventually talks to me about it, I'll just be like, look, there's, you're, just giving yourself a headache like you're hurting yourself Mm -hmm. like and when you're a manager and owner manager whatever you gotta work to make you so you don't have headaches like that yeah (laughs) so point of it's called delegation well and it's funny too because there's just no consistency like one of the one of the things on the paperwork is like one of the rules is don't talk shit on um co-workers present or past and i was on the i was on the phone with the boss's wife and she immediately started talking shit about the employees. No way. To me, it's my first day. No. And like, it took everything I had, Kendra, not to be like, um, I was reading through the rules. Like, does this not, they don't apply to you. But I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get sassy with her right away. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. So <laughs> I'm just like, she showed me her deck immediately, she showed me all her cards. And I'm like, I'm going to avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's totally fine. I don't care. I'm at my favorite, my job that I love tomorrow. So it's all good. Okay. So what is your other job? Because I thought you just had the one now. No, I mean the weddings. The wedding venue is still. Oh, you still do the wedding thing? Yeah, it's just not. It's just slow season right now, so I couldn't oh, live off of it. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. But that's another thing too. Is I was like, uh, I said my boss over, because there's only five events at the wedding place this month because, and usually we there's like thirty. You know what I mean? There's not thirty. There's like fifteen or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's five this uh this week or this month. So I just sent the screenshot of the dates and the times to my new boss, the wife. And I'm like, hey, uh, any chance I could pick up any of these? Like, I'll let you choose, but I definitely want to pick up a few of them. Mm-hmm. 
And she goes, well, if you were on Facebook, you'd see that (laughs) there are no requests off this month for the weekend. And I was just like, okay, (laughs) like whatever. I don't like any of this. I know the whole, it's just like, this is how, but like, look, I grew, I grew up in Bryce Canyon. My, my first, I grew up in the restaurant industry in Bryce Canyon and it's all family run businesses. No one knows what the fuck. (laughs) And I'm so used to this shit. I just think it's hilarious. Like, it's toxic as fuck, but I just think the whole thing's just funny, where I'm just like, wow, no one has anything else better to do? Why don't you fucking wipe down that disgusting door that's covered in handprints? How about that? Oh, you're bored? I can give you something to fucking do. Oh, my God. Um, And I did a party tonight, too, and... They had someone come in to, like, help supervise, and I'm like, I don't need any help with this. I'm like, I need instructions, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we, like, shoot her away. We're like, no, you can't be on this party with us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, too, because the guy that snapped at me in- initially, that I was like, oh, he went ahead and got on my bad side. He's, like, one of my favorites now. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just sitting in the back because when you do a banquet, like, there's the setting up, there's getting all the food out, there's busing, and then there's usually, like, they do something like it was a Christmas party. So we just mm-hmm. sit in the back for like an hour mm-hmm. and <laughs> we were just shooting the shit and stuff. I got him high and he's like, you know what? You're not so bad, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. I'm aware of it. But uh, around myself a while. I actually really do like this job though, because it's in West Valley. Like it's in a ghetto location. It's not <laughs> anything special. Are you at the embassy? <laughs> No. Um, and where are you at? Oh, you can't tell. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell. Just type it right here. I can't. I'll. I'll. I'll Listen. I'll text it to you because my 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 uh, computer is away from me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I see you're podcasting supine right now. What does that mean? Laying down. Oh no, I'm actually sitting up but um my cat my i'm sitting in the yellow chair and my laptop's on my bed so it's like it's only like a foot away but it's a foot too far so <laughs> i just i just texted it to you. thank you <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's like i'm like i can run circles around you when there and stuff which i hate sound i hate to sound cocky like that but it just is the nature of the beast so it's just like i <laughs> like it's just so it's a cakewalk i'm there for like four hours a day i always make 100 bucks at least you know so i'm just like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> like i can cool. do this i can it's do this for great. the winter it's all good <laughs> um oh man but like i'm actually re- i think everyone's really excited f- for me and the boss's wife to have it out because you know me, I don't, I don't, I don't get worked up. Wait, do they have like an office pool of when it's going to go down and how bad it's going to be? And no, they're not that sophisticated. Uh, <laughs> that's so mean. I actually like like everyone I work with, so I'm being like a shitty person. But you know, the rules are just really lax there. You hey, know what's it? Uh, should I just try to find this uh, Facebook group? <laughs> no, God, I hope it's private. I'll just, I'll just find it and then I'll like infiltrate it. Well, like that was one of the rules is get, uh, become friends with the restaurant on Facebook, like everything that we post. And she's always like, I wish you get Facebook. And I'm like, you, I'm like, if that's, if this is a deal breaker, I can, it's fine. I don't need to work here. If my like is going to break this restaurant, 
you deserve to be broken. Well, it's just like it's just, just her personality, dude. She mm. she she just likes the she she's she's like feeding the drama machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I this like, is I, the girl. Yeah, this is the girl I saw in that picture. Oh, uh, is your Facebook stalking her? <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't, I do not jive with this woman. Nope. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like it's just like I'm glad I'm glad that I got like a vibe immediately because I now I'm just like okay, like I'm not gonna take a word you say seriously. Um, like she'll try to have like conversations with me, text conversations, and when I'm done with the conversation, I just won't respond. <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And if she wants to have like if she wants to get shitty with me about it, we can we can talk about it. I'm fine to talk to her about any of these things. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if she dares talk to me about it though. But she always like whenever there's drama though, she always like apologizes to me. I'm like, does she always does she always text you guys and apologize? And they're like, no, I don't know what the fuck. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I got I got some. I mean, I think her husband was like, she's legit because he interviewed me and he's an actual chef. Mm-hmm. Um and you know we like walked around and he we i could talk shop with him so he knew i was legit right so yeah and everyone all the cooks are like do not let her leave like don't get rid of her you know same, same story you know same yeah shit, yeah different, different restaurant but uh so <laughs> she's probably trying to get me to stay but it was funny we had a new uh dishwasher on today and he lasted for two hours and he's like i'm out <laughs> <sighs> I'm He's like, for it. this is no, no. He's like, no. <laughs> this is not even and worth like, the ten bucks I just earned. <laughs> I'm like, maybe uh, you don't have one of the most strange human beings I've ever met in my life, and that's saying something <laughs> because I've been in the restaurant industry for twenty years. Maybe you don't have the. Our dishwasher is the creepiest, weirdest guy I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real. And like, he always is up in my space. And I'm just like, look, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I will fuck you up. I think he has a crush on me. But it's like, <laughs> of course, right? Of course. 7-Eleven oh. employees and dishwashers. That's my. He's uh, like, sorry, I've been staring at you for the past 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. And every time I go to like put dishes back in the dish pit, he always has to be doing something right where I'm standing. He's like, oh. You smell nice. <laughs> I was working with this skinny man today, the one that I used to hate, but now I love. And <laughs> I was like, hey, would you go bust the middle table since your ass isn't as huge as mine? <laughs> and he started laughing. He's like, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but anyways, we've been technically off for two weeks, even though we're pumping out those uh, episodes. Yeah, we are hardworking, you guys. We're very hardworking. First of all, since Bobby's schedule is so chaotic, we don't have a regular show time anymore. Mm-hmm. So we have to fit it in. So we have been working really hard. Yeah. But we've also been hanging out a lot, I feel. Yeah, that's because we're Ooh. friends now. And I finally got to meet Titus at your pie night. Oh, yeah. Isn't he so cute? He's so cute. Everyone that was there was awesome. I loved every single person. We had a good turnout. I mean, oh. it was a COVID-approved everything like that so we yeah, just like had limited a couple guests, of pies yeah. and a couple of people yeah but um people and i was glad up. i was glad too because Appreciate like you. i'm i'm glad it wasn't like uh because when i saw that it was an open house i'm like i hope she's not inviting a ton of people and then no. you're like I, and then you're like i feel bad it's a limited guest list so i was like no it's fine don't worry about it like i'm yeah. glad that you're, I'm you're, like, you're being safe thank god <laughs> i was yeah. like grandma's gonna be here and my kid my kid yeah. can't even get vaccinated yet so i'm like 
I just need to bake some pies and have some people eat it and validate me for the rest of the year. And then <laughs> Your pie crust is really good. I've been thinking about it. Really? Because yeah. I forgot. I don't know how I could forget, but you're a classically fra- trained French pastry artist. <laughs> and I invite you over for pie. And I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I mean, look, whatever. Pie's good. I love me some pie. But no, it's, it is the most unique pie crust I've ever had. I will say that. Really? Yeah. Just it's because the only kind of pie crust I've ever had. Just because, like, the, um, it's smooth. It's, like, it's not really flaky. It's smooth. Well, that means I, I failed, right? No. It just means it's a different kind of pie crust. Oh, but I no, I'm saying like I I've been thinking like I've been thinking about it. I um <laughs> I, wish, I have I, tried. I wish I was shooting the shit. I didn't eat as much as I was planning on. So <laughs> I was like, damn it, I should have had more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a pie again. Okay. Uh, I have tried so many different kinds of recipes uh, for pie crust, and they've all ended up failing. And so I'm like back to the old rusty, dusty one that I use all the time. I've got, I mean, I, I, I'm not being facetious when I say I really liked it. Like it was, it was a spin I've never seen, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying it as a bad thing at all. Like I was, I it's not it. French. Definitely not French. I don't think, I don't know if the pie that I make is the pie crust I make is French. I think it's pioneer as fuck. What's the, I mean, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Pioneer as fuck is great. No, you I'm saying, I, your no, pie crust recipe. <laughs> No, I can't. I'm Wait, really, you really I just, can't tell No, it, I won't. You really can't tell me because it's, like, it's a secret? No, it's like magicians revealing how you do tricks. A c- good cook does not reveal their secrets. That's hilarious because my pie crust recipe is a secret too. <laughs> well, it has to be. And like my pie crust is my family's pie crust and there's a, yes. space, there's a secret. <laughs> this is such a fucking Mormon thing to do. No, it's not a more. It's a, it's a very culinary. <laughs> like my... If I if you ask, first of all, I would never ask one of my chefs for one of their recipes. I would might stand next to them while they're making it, just and like have to like figure it out for myself. I would never ask them for a recipe. And if I did, if I got the nuts to do it, they would change something on it a little bit. <laughs> That's just the rules. You don't ask for recipes. Uh, um, in the in the culinary world. Sorry, I uh, I'm listening to you, but I also just got a text from. Uh oh. <clears throat> what does it say? So I've just gotten off the phone with a friend of mine. He called me about your brother's podcast episode. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. So I'm going to off. I'm going off of this based on the phone call I just had. I apologize because I'm sure this is ultra sensitive for you, mm-hmm. but I need some clarity. Not that I deserve it or anything. Josh talks about rape is the perpetrator who I think it is. Everyone knows we sh- we need do need to talk about that, but we need to edit out. Uh, are you saying going to say yes? <sighs> I'm going to just call her right now. I don't think she's going to answer. I don't think she's either. Just just hang up and say yeah. Um, I'm down <clears throat> to talk about it if you want to. I I feel like we were. I mean, I guess we weren't careful enough. But I guess I also don't care. You know. I don't think. I don't think we weren't not careful. I've edited out his name several times and I edited out several clues. Uh, okay. So the Josh episode dropped and it's picking up traction today for some reason. What? Is, how long ago did it come out? Today's Wednesday? Yeah. Let me just check and see the stats on it. Well, um, 
I guess people are figuring out who it is, even yeah. though we we didn't mention any names and we were careful enough. I mean, I honestly like uh like because Tanner's like this is gonna explode, and I'm like I don't give a shit if it does. Like I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like Josh has had to carry this burden forever, <laughs> and you know sometimes people need to get called on their shit. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the people in Josh's grade have kind of connected with the dots. I also heard from someone too that, uh, like one of the guys, the one that hasn't admitted it has a very dark, dark side, Hmm. which I don't know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously we have a little bit of a glimpse in it right here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had, I did get asked if I believe the story. And I said, yeah, <laughs> but I did say I did have some doubts at first just because I didn't know Josh and I knew the other guy. Yeah. Um, and just cause like, you know, there's three sides to every story. Right. Yep. Uh, and the person said, oh, I don't think it was 20 minutes long. Like he says, and I'm like, well, probably from the start of the attack to the end of it, it could easily could have been 20 minutes. I'm like, but I'm also not going to sit here and expect him to get his story. Right. I'm like, yeah. Do you- and I, I'm like, I also don't see why a, a, a male from a small town who is in the trucking industry, and he told us straight up that he has guys listening to it, that he goes, like, shops he goes to. Uh-huh. It's not going to do him any favors to say, I got raped in high school by boys. Yep. You know? So I'm just like, I'm like, between the time I've spent with it, I'm like, the other guy pretty much confirmed it when he apologized. And he goes, did he like actually acknowledge it? I'm like, no, he didn't say sorry. I raped you, Josh. But he no. did. He did the sorry for all the horrible things I've done to you. Yeah. Um. I'm like, which is enough for me. Would be enough for me. And like, I understand when. Uh, I don't think the person asking and questioning it was being a dick. I just think they were just like, work this out with me because this is new information. Because yeah. I remember when I first started. This was years yeah. ago when I first yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, it took me a minute <laughs> and I still hung out with the perpetrator after, but it was bothering me. I was like, dude, I got to mm-hmm. ask him. <laughs> and just to have like his classmates come out and be like, yeah, that checks out. That checks yeah. out. That's, yeah. that's freaky. I uh, don't want to be this kind of asshole too, mm-hmm. but I was very young and did not want to believe it myself and actually mm-hmm. wanted to believe every other story, but that right. story. Right. And um, who's who's going to admit what man? Well, yeah, exactly. Like in, in as, his in, position or what man in, wants to say this happened to me? Like Josh, when he told me that story, he mm-hmm. had nothing to gain from it. And right. he just wanted to explain why he was so distant and disconnected. Yeah. And I told you that I actually had a dream right around that time that it mm-hmm. happened that something was so off um, mm-hmm. that I was – this dream lives with me. I don't know. Did I, I might have not have told this on the, any uh, You have, but, like, look, just re- <clears throat> let's recap. Yeah, I mean, there's no so, – there's, there's, there's a lot of minutes we've just figured out because everyone's doing their recaps on Spotify today, too. <laughs> Out of, like, 7,000 minutes I've been listening <laughs> My own podcast. <laughs> well, I have to make sure I remember everything I talked about, so that I'd be like, "Well, okay, and I also gotta, gonna I gotta make, sh- I gotta figure out who's gonna be pissed about what." Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I actually had a dream, um, not after Josh told me 
Um, I During was a the senior time. in high school and mm-hmm. Josh was a sophomore. <clears throat> and in my dream, I was having a party at my house and everybody came over. And um, I mean, not everybody, but there were like, I was imagining this was like an end of year party and people were coming in and out of the mm-hmm. house and like stopping by and stuff. Um, and a very popular person in my grade <clears throat> came by and then got a bunch of people and left. And they were like, hey, I was like, hey, bye. And then um, on somebody turned on the TV and on the news, it said that my brother had been murdered. Mm-hmm. And that the suspects were those two boys that came um, mm. into my house and got the bunch of a bunch of people. So, yeah. um, that's also and, what I that's also what I mentioned to the person who's like, "Do you believe it?" And I'm like, "Look, if right at the beginning, I'd say I was like the forty percent believing it, and as the time's gone by, talking to you, talking to him, like his reaction, he he was with." He was nervous when he was yeah. ta- talking about it. Yeah. And he even texted me the next day and he's like, I listened to it. It's pretty jumbled. He's like, I'm all over the place, but it w- I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, I noticed a death in my brother. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's what my dream was trying to tell me. And after he told me that, this dream that's lived with me, um, finally made sense that mm-hmm. he had died that day. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, I'm sorry to anybody who has to hear this and realize that that person is not the person you thought they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for people who uh, make dumb decisions and support a friend in a dumb decision. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for that too. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry for people who actually have to live in my brother's shoes right. and similar shoes each day. Um, right. But I am not sorry for being Talking honest about, about this. Yeah, absolutely not. Well, and that's Tanner said too. He's like, honestly, uh, you're doing the Lord's work with your podcast, surprisingly enough. <laughs> I'm like, I know, right? Because when he, he, like, he reached out and, you know, some other people have, and I, the whole time I'm like, uh, they're going to be pissy about it. But they're like, no, I'm glad. I'm glad it's out there. Mm-hmm. And no one's, no one's anti Josh at all. No, I, I called him today and I was mm-hmm. like, sorry, but oh my God. I called him today and mm-hmm. um, I was like, how are you? And he's like, I'm good. And I said, does anybody talk to you about uh, your episode? And he's like, no, nobody's reached out. It's and I gonna, said, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I was like, he's like, what about you? And I was like, the only person that's uh, reached out to me was Colina. Mm-hmm. She did she, did me, she figure out who it was, too? She texted me and she was like, will you please tell me the names of these people? Because this story sounds too familiar. And I want to make sure that my, like, I want to ask my sister if she's okay or whatever. Oh, shit. And I was like, fuck, I can't argue with that. So mm-hmm. I texted her the name and I said, <clears throat> actually, I'm going to read that because... I think it's good to feel like get the true initial reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talked about uh, the guy in Penguin, uh, I had people do the same thing. They were like, can you tell me who this is? Just so I think I know who it is, but can you tell me who it is? Because a, I got kids and 
mm-hmm. you know, just, just it's good information to have. And I'm like, yeah, of course, obviously we can't like, cause Tanner was like, is he going to press charge? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, so that's also why we're not going to put them on blast publicly because they're technically not charged, but yeah, <laughs> I don't care if people want to know, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, I will say yes or no. Mm-hmm. you know and i'm not i'm i'm honestly not trying to like fuck cause, up people's cause lives. drama yeah i'm not I, i'm not either but i'm also like josh has been carrying this by himself for over a decade yeah uh just the fact that i was like oh i like the fact he, the way that he responded when he heard that i asked the, the, the guy if it was true uh-huh it was like he could breathe, you know? Yeah. And he was just like, thank you so much. Like, I don't really think he expected anyone to come to us to us to be on his side. No. Which is so sad. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't think it's safe to have people like this walking around. If it's an isolated incident, fine. It sounds like with the other guy, what, like it was probably. But yeah. there's one there that's <laughs> unfortunately. Holding on to the secret for some reason. And might be pretty predatory, and maybe his life does need to get blown up a little bit over it, you know? Uh, Colina said, it was really weird because as soon as he started telling his story, I got this weird feeling like I had heard it before, but I have no idea where or why I would. Like, I don't know if I made through the gossip grapevine or to my family somehow or my sisters or what, uh, but I definitely heard about it, and it made me sick to think he went through that and kept it to himself. And so I told him... She said, I said, does it sound familiar? She says, it really does. I would love, mm. I said, I would love to hear if they did any, this to anyone else. And yeah, then I, mean, I uh, paused. I paused because I was like, do I, do I really want to hear that other people were victims to this person? And I said, yet yeah, I would I also want, love want, for nobody yeah. else to be a victim. So I should be careful what I ask for. No, no, no. I think that... Obviously, no, we don't want more victims. But if there are more victims, we want them, their voices to be heard. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I was, I was explaining this to someone today where I was like, he, I was like, Josh felt like he was all over the place. I'm like, that's a huge, crazy story to tell. And I'm like, and let me tell you something about trauma. You don't remember it all correctly. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is his first time publicly telling a story. I'm sure by the time, like by the time he's at his 10th time. Mm-hmm he'll have it it'll all be more clear but Mm -hmm. he's just barely opening the gates here you know he's uncovering the wound the trauma is buried Mm -hmm. deep in there and you know what else you know what else Mm -hmm. it's been 15 years Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have to fucking remember every single detail well right and like i'm sure his initial response was just to push it down yes and i can't stress this enough because like for those of you who aren't from a small town Toxic masculinity. For those of you who don't know the trucking industry, toxic masculinity. And don't get me wrong, I love. I, these are these are my people. <laughs> like yeah. my family is a trucking company, right? So, but like for him, there's just no gain in him making up the story. No, there's just no gain. He, he was he was the runt of the litter mm-hmm. when he was a sophomore, all the way up until he graduated. He was just the runt of the litter, and um. What a fucking way. Those what a are, what a way yeah. to live a lot of your life. Well, and those are the kids that why, why what's what good is it picking on the small kid? Like if you're tough, pick on the big kid. Mm-hmm. And if you're the big kid, bring in the small kid and bring them under your wing and make sure they're okay. 
you know? <laughs> like, take care. Well, the point is, people need to start taking care of each other at, any, at every age. Yeah. And recognizing it at school. <laughs> um, We've said this so many times, yeah. but if you and I had been open and honest about, if any mm-hmm. one of us would have been open and honest about what we were dealing with at is, our house, we would have been there for each other. Mm-hmm. We that, just need to be fucking be there for each other. Yeah, isn't that like one of the biggest uh, notes you get from the podcast is like, I wish I would have known and I wish you would have known what I was going through. We could have like been a posse, <laughs> you know? But it's also like I get being young and not getting understanding, you know, your emotions and shit and being having shame there. You know, that's for some reason I... I bet he was. I bet he was ashamed. If he isn't still a little ashamed that he got attacked, you know. Yeah. That's just our culture. So, I have no regrets. Uh, I can't imagine anyone really getting mad about this. You know. Uh yeah, a couple people. Probably. A couple people are mad. Well, no, I mean, I mean just like, too just upset. Care. Upset. No, I think upset is the correct response. You should be very upset by hearing this. And uh, I think we all feel the same way, too, where it's like, that was our school. And and these are our friends that are being affected by it, too. Yeah. So, like, my, I mean, I care deeply about and I, yeah. I, I've known all along that her ex was that person. And, well, I could, I'm editing this out yeah, anyway. Yeah. But, um, and... I care about her. Well, I think I think if anyone's going to get mad, it might be her, but I can't really see her. But I, t- I told her, I texted her, I said, I know, I said, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. I'm down to chat if you want. None of this is a reflection on you. Zero of this is on you. No. Like, we, so. we love her. So, but it's also like, I don't want her to think like, should we have given her a heads up about that? I don't I don't so. know. Because it's not, it's not my new, it's not my story. Well, right, and we were trying to keep it anonymous. I didn't know, but the thing is, the fact that people just know who it is is weird. Yeah, because there's I don't know two, there's two there's no 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 there's two hundred kids in that class. Tanner said it was the clues. He's like, just based off the, what he, he was talking about, he's like, I knew exactly who he was talking about. And I was like, because he was like, was it? He's like, I can't believe that blank and blank did that to Josh. And I was like, fuck, did we not edit out all the names? And no. he's like, he's like, no, there's no name because I didn't edit that episode. <laughs> and, I did, I did, I made sure. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, because I don't want anything. I mean, I'm not. I'll t- I'll talk you up. I'll say mm-hmm. your name if I'm going to talk you up. But if I'm going to say something yeah. that might not be favorable, or you may have grown past, and mm-hmm. that does no longer a reflection of your character, I'm going to edit out your name. Right. Well, and the one that I have said I was close with, uh, I want him to face the music. I just want him to. If he's being a scumbag, like, he doesn't have to be like that, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes when you get in a pattern as a kid, it's hard to get out of the pattern. But he's been a lot of places. He touches a lot of people's lives that we know. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I think that's just good information to have, you know? Honestly. And I'm actually, like, I still do love this kid, but I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? You know what I mean? There's yeah. still st- I'm, I don't, maybe I don't love him. There's still love there, but like well, it's like, like yeah, like you grew up with him. You mm-hmm. really want the best for him. You don't want him to be doing this. Yeah, exactly. And if that if that's gonna take him getting put on blast and the whole town, like everyone who went to high school, to know that he did this, that's okay. It's time to take your it's time to take your medicine, man. 
So at least the other guy had the decency to like give a half-assed apology, which gave Josh like, and Tanner said, Josh is just so forgiving. And I'm like, I bet it's relief. I'm like, no one wants to carry that shit around. Yeah. And also, um, <clears throat> he was trying to like be sympathetic to what those other boys were going through and like, mm -hmm. like who does that? Yeah. Like Pe hurt people, people hurt, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> and people who have healed probably thought, man, there's a fucked up reason why this person and that person ended up doing the shit that they did to me. Well, and I wonder that about, and that's probably really, I feel like that's really what I'm focusing on is this kid when he was little and being like, was something going on right in front of my face and I didn't know that turned him mm. into this. Mm. Like, there's just a lot. Of, I felt like what I'm, what we're witnessing right now is a community wide guilt <laughs> of like, that was our school. Something obviously happened to them. Like, you know what I mean? Like we all know these people and we all care about these people. So it's like. I feel like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting with everyone who's yeah. reached out. Well, um, <clears throat> I think our generation uh, is just doing the hard work in healing some of their, like, past issues and being accountable. And uh, I'm really appreciative of people from our hometown who have reached out and, like, re- and befriended both of us and, like, mm -hmm. just reconnected with us and, like... I never expected to be in um, <clears throat> speaking any words to Braden Hale Black Bagley. That, that was <laughs> never going to happen. Uh, but I feel like again, he'd have been tight since grade school. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like A, A and B, right? We're sitting next to each other. Right, I know, but uh, yeah, I I'm just like a very reserved and shy person. I got moved around a lot when I was mm -hmm. little and I didn't have time to keep friends. And when I moved to Ridgefield, I, um, my mom nearly moved me out like two years later. And so like, I'm not going to get close to these people. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And like, I was <coughs> mad that my mom took me out of my friend group and mm -hmm. my area that I was comfortable in. I wasn't like, I had my problems at that school too. Mm -hmm. But um, I had good friends. I had great friends. And my mom took me out of that. And I didn't want to get close to anybody else. And that meant that I was aloof. And what is that word that was like, just unavailable emotionally. Emotionally to make, unavailable, yeah. Yeah, to make connections and like. I, I, I get where you're coming from because like when Abby moved, Abby and I were inseparable. My heart was broken and I never got, I was like, I'm not getting close to anyone ever again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, but like, you know, I'm, I can't not talk. I'm the person that if you sit me next, I'll talk to anyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I but, know, I know that like when we were kids, we were kids and we were dealing with our own shit, obviously. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to um, make new connections and, have connections with people that maybe we didn't see eye to eye in in school back then when we were children mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. no and I actually kind of got to like because uh, I feel like I'm like oh you didn't like Richfield that sucks da -da. but I'm the same exact way with Pinkwich I think Richfield has way more to offer than Pinkwich <laughs> but like I was just like ugh, I'm not about you people you know but um yeah so I, I guess I need to get get off your dick about that one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how are the holidays? Thanksgiving. I'm just sending one last message real quick. Okay. 
Tell her I love her. Um, I'm recording with Bobby right now, and we're just talking about all of the shit that's gone down. And um, we just want you to know that we love you. Bobby specifically said, tell her I love her. <laughs> so please do not put any of this on you. It's not any of you. And we love you very much. And uh, sleep well, because we'll talk tomorrow. I love you. Um, but she's she. What did she say? What was her response? I can call and chat with you tomorrow. I'm just so sorry. I'm so so sorry. I had no idea. I feel so stupid. I'm so sorry. Mm, she doesn't. She doesn't need to feel stupid. Look. Nope. And she's honestly one of the only people I was actually really concerned about. Yep. <laughs> um, I actually been temperature checking her uh-huh. every single day since I recorded that. I was just like, I'm just like respond to her stories like i always do and be Uh like how are you and then um because i didn't want her to find out and like i don't know i honestly thought we were vague enough honestly and if you cut out all the shit that you said you did that means that there's weird vibes already there it's like everyone already knew you know what i mean yeah like everyone already knew there was something off with him obviously but no she does not need to feel bad there's just no 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 need for that um but yeah thanksgiving how was thanksgiving so nothing really bad went down i wore my orange dress for indigenous children Mm -hmm. somebody was like oh poor children hundreds of years ago and i was like okay pause i know your (laughs) knee-jerk reaction is like don't bring your (laughs) snowflake ass into this house and start yelling about my turkey dinner (laughs) but uh i was just like no i just feel like of the thousands of graves that were found utah included i wanted to be uh aware of what this dinner means and i'm done talking about it and they were like oh yes 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 and then like my mother-in-law started being like you know, there's there's uh, graves and graves of babies of nuns that didn't want to admit that they were being raped or having babies mm-hmm. or having sex. And I was like, see, more fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'll set it around religion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I just I roped in my aunt Glow. She's my husband's uncle's wife. Mm-hmm. They are celebrating their 50th anniversary. Congrats. Right. And uh, I roped her in to watching me French cut green beans uh-huh. and tell me about her life story. And it was just fucking fascinating. I love so that. So after World War Two, is that what it is going to be? Yeah. After World War Two, uh, Russia, t- Russia took over Hungary and she was born in Hungary mm. and in Budapest. And Budapest. Uh, during during the Hungarian uprising, her and her mom escaped, walked mm-hmm. over the border into Austria, and um, immigrated to Canada before settling finally in Los Angeles. Uh, and she was six, and she had to learn English, and uh, her mom was very talented and educated in Hungary and mm-hmm. had to wait tables to support her daughter. And... Um, I just loved the 
hour and a half it took to tell for her to tell me all of the things that she told me. Like, I love that you asked. That's so cool. I was like, so tell me again, because like I've only heard bits and pieces and like, mm-hmm. oh, you're from Budapest. So and then like the, the I mean, very unaware of what Budapest is. <laughs> I was like, so how do you feel about the Grand Budapest Hotel, which <laughs> is honestly my favorite my probably one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. uh not just wes anderson and she was like it's not the same but i do love that movie (laughs) so i was like okay cool um he uh he he travels uh he he like escapes to budapest uh in bram stoker's dracula Oh really? He, go, he goes through Budapest. I just I'm thinking every time I hear see the word Budapest, I think of uh, Keanu going Budapest. <laughs> I don't think I got that far in Dracula. We tried to read that together, and Spencer just put me to sleep. And so <laughs> you guys read to each other. That's cute. Well, we tried to do something romantic and like, <laughs> and you're <just> like <laughs> something off of Netflix. <laughs> And so when we're reading to each other, it's like, oh, good night. And so like I would, I would take the book to read so I wouldn't fall asleep, and he'd be asleep in ten seconds. So it's just like, <laughs> why? Working. Well, it's not. Just watch the movie. It's hot. <laughs> um, I didn't. I ended up not doing anything for Thanksgiving. I just stayed in bed all day. Oh. Um, and I think it was for a couple reasons. A, I don't know how I feel about celebrating the holiday. Like, I just really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. after, like, I really do like the idea of getting, like, it was so good to see Brad. And it was, you know, like, it was great to, like, it was nice to meet all your friends. Of course, I ended up bonding with the traumatized 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> she was so sweet. We, I, I invited her to be on our uh, Gen Z uh, panel if she wanted to be. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's been through some shit, man. Yeah, she has. She was like... Yeah, I went through that. Yeah, I went through that. But I think it's nice for her to sit and talk. Because, like, when people tell me about their trauma, I'm never like, holy shit. Like, I, I, I told her, I'm sorry that happened to you. But I'm never like, holy fuck. Like, I don't. Yep. You know, I'm just like, talk to me. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Girl. Like, let's have yeah. a normal conversation about it. Even my friend Jordan was like, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's my daughter. Oh, my God. that They're foster, they're mm-hmm. foster children. Yeah, that's oh what Oh, my God, that's saying, my daughter. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's my daughter. And it's like he's like i'm getting secondhand trauma you know that that exists and i'm like damn now i do now i know that i'm literally traumatizing hundreds of listeners if not two hundreds of listeners (laughs) (laughs) with my sad ass story all the time being like well dozens and dozens of people are being traumatized (laughs) dozens and dozens (laughs) shit (laughs) um no i think I think secondhand trauma is definitely a thing, but I also think it's important for people who never experience this kind of bullshit to understand that it does go on in the world. Yeah. And it's important for people who do go through bullshit to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Like a uh, shittle buff. Yeah. But shit'll um, buff. Shit'll buff. But uh, I, I think I have a ghost in my apartment. My ghost in my apartment. A ghost in my <laughs> basement that steals the water bottle that I bring down. I highly doubt that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot to grab the water bottle. From the I know you now. did. <laughs> oh, God. But um, uh, I struggle with it because of just the whole fucking thing. I do love Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving was always super traumatizing to me as a kid because 
I'd spend three days cooking. My mom would be having a nervous breakdown the whole time. Like I'd be talking her down the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, then everyone would show up and fight. And it's like, can you guys just respect the fact that I just slaved for fucking three days to get, make sure everyone, because everyone had their requests. Like all of my siblings were like, make sure you make this, Bob. Make sure you make this. Mm-hmm. And everyone has their the pies they like and stuff. Like we go hard. And my again, my mom's having a nervous breakdown the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I want to get to a point where I am back to cooking the meal and inviting the people over and having like an actual good time. But I get like mm-hmm. so triggered and traumatized that like I seriously just can't. I couldn't even like open my eyes. I was exhausted the whole day. Yeah. And like I know we went out and stuff, but I left pretty early. I dipped early. And yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So we went karaokeing, right? Yeah, which was super fun. <laughs> and then and then suddenly you like so I lost you. Uh-huh. And then last so then I went to look for you finally at the other bar and they I just kind of like walked in a circle. Uh-huh. And I was like they're not here. And then I saw the girl she was so nice. She's like that. I was like, "Where's Bobby?" And she's like, "You." She pointed down the road. I saw the last of your Birkenstock flipping out of the around the corner, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I ran over and I thought, I thought you probably talked to that guy for a long time about your brother and like got upset, and that's why I called you. Yeah, I think that I yeah, that's kind of what went down. Um, and I was just. I was just getting drunk and sloppy too. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to stop. So I just need to leave. Hmm. Were you drinking and getting sloppy because of your brother? Um, I think it was my brother, the holiday. And then I just continuously kept making an ass out of myself. Like I saw these beautiful POC girls in the bathroom and I'm like, Oh my God, you are so beautiful. I'm like, are you guys Navajo? Cause they had like, they looked like they were Navajo mm-hmm. and they're like, no. And I'm like, well, what are you? And they're like, you can't ask people that. Like, that's so offensive. No. And I was like, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry you're offended. I'm like, I literally just did an episode on race. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, so I guess it's good. To, I'm like, do you want to like explain to me why that's not okay? Uh-huh. And they were just like, no, just stop. Just stop. Like they were young girls, you know, <laughs> they were college oh, yeah. girls. They were woke. And then I went over and talked to Robbie about Zach and mm-hmm. Robbie and I used to be really close and Zach just has a way about him where he can just, he's really influential and if he's mad at someone, all of his friends have to be like, everyone has to be mad at him too. You know? Uh huh. Um, I don't know if that's what's going on. Like, I'm just assuming a lot. I don't even really remember what Robbie and I talked about. I remember us having a little bit of a conversation about Zach and he was just like, you're stupid. And then I talked to Andy a little bit. Um, cause I was like, if, if Zach's not going to talk to me, I'm just going to bug his friends until he does. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think Robbie said that you were stupid. I, I said, he's no, he said, he's he like, you guys are being stupid. You need to be, cool with each other again like that's well, what everyone's saying um he also said i've been in a situation where my sister and i didn't talk for very long either and mm-hmm. uh and he said it'll it will work itself out like he was i felt like he was being very fair to both sides because he loves your brother mm-hmm. and he's been in the situation where he wasn't didn't talk to his sister and like he could tell that you were in pain and yeah. that you were kind of saying like hey yeah um and I, th- I felt like he was very, uh, very kind. No, Robbie, uh, Robbie yeah. is actually a very kind soul. I think that's actually kind of why I felt am- comfortable coming over to him. Well, yeah. And like I did the album art for one of his albums and like, 
he's he's my homie, you know, and mm-hmm. um, well, I mean, he's but again, he's like I I do this with all of Zach's friends. I adopt his friends and they make him my own. He I know he it drives him crazy, mm-hmm. and so like. I don't know. And I, I think I, like, tried to get with Robbie initially when I was, like, 24. So I bet he's just like, fuck, Bobby. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I just could feel that I was getting wobbly with my emotions and I needed to not be around people. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to make an ass out of myself or, like, end up crying or singing karaoke off key or something like that. <laughs> I just needed to abandon ship. Plus, I was really tired. Like, and I think it has a lot to do it's with been a the long holiday. Day. Yeah. yeah, and the holiday too. It's just it's and emotional. I, and I also knew that uh, the cocaine was coming, and I didn't want to do any, so I was like, "I'm out of here." Oh, that kind. <laughs> yeah, I knew the coke was coming, so I was like, "Uh," because I'm like, I know that I'll do it because I'm that level, like I'm on that level, and it's the holidays. But I was like, I don't want to. Like I've already yeah. done it once this past, like I've done it twice in the past couple months, and I don't like it's just not something I enjoy doing. So yeah. You know, you could just be like, no, thanks. No, I know. But that's the problem with me and my drinking is when I get to a certain level. You're like, might as well fuck it. Well, no, I'm just like my inhibition. It really does wipe out your inhibitions because like I know that I'm drunk enough, but I'm still like, let's do shots. And like all my money was gone. (laughs) (laughs) My God, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, you were so nice, though. You're like, I'm going to buy you a drink. I'm going to buy you a drink here. I'm going to buy you a drink here. And I was like, I don't need any drinks. No, but that's how I am when I'm out and about is like, I'm like, I know you're so generous. Well, I'm like trying to save you money too. (laughs) Well, I know, but that's the thing too, is like inhibitions were like, I I remember that. Like I wasn't like blackout drunk, but I was getting there, you know? So I was just like, "Eh, I'm just going to bounce. And I also knew that I was going to keep going over and bugging Robbie. And I feel like that's so inappropriate to do to someone when they're at work. Yep. So I was just like, I'm going to get out of here before I make bigger ass of myself than I yeah. already did. So, but I had a really good time. Like I was like, oh, this was such a fun night. I'm going to end it on a high note. <laughs> and just Irish goodbye. <laughs> I do Irish goodbye a lot. I'm sorry. It's a thing. I need you to, I have autism. So if people are not going to be at the party that are my safe people, I'm going to have to go home, which I did. Yeah. Before, sorry. But right before I stopped at a gas station, I was like, you know what? When I was single, I used to just stop at gas stations and just get me a treat and i'm gonna get me a treat tonight since i'm trying to be young again and i got flaming hot cheetos hell yeah hell yeah you did but um yeah so over like thanksgiving and stuff i just laid in bed and it's weird i had this like weird kind of episode you want to hear about it yes so i also hate saying the holidays are hard for me because i was kind of like my mom she got rejected in the womb during thanksgiving time so that's why she's a basket case (laughs) Uh, there was a whole lot to unpack out of that one sentence. I know, I was, right? Like, getting dizzy. Yeah, right. My oh, whole, yeah. my whole childhood. All of that. So, like, that's the reason why I had to take over for Thanksgiving, is because she didn't want to go to her mom's because she got rejected in the womb, because they had got pregnant before they were married, and so we'd have it at our house because she didn't want to go fight, which I totally understand, and then she would have a complete come apart. So I'd just be like, "Move out of the way. I'll just do it." Mm-hmm. you know and uh which whatever i'm fine with doing that but it's like <laughs> i'm sure i've told the story before too everyone came and i hadn't even had a bite yet my mom threw a roll at jake and he threw it back at her and it broke we because my mom gets gives us, gives us all like wine glasses and stuff we just drink milk out of them but mm-hmm. the wine glass fell and exploded all over my food <laughs> and it's like so this meal that i just spent three days on is now covered in glass because you mom can't keep your shit together for one fucking meal 
damn. So <laughs> I just like avoid it these days. Like I'm just like whatever. And then um, during Christmas, she's crazy because money, you know. Mm-hmm. And so just a couple series of events happened. So I was laying in bed and my my hands are my hands are dry. It's that time of year. And I'm sure I've told the story before where our hands used to, our knuckles used to crack and bleed and crack open mm-hmm. because we didn't have lotion. Mm-hmm. And my mom would get the scrub brush that she used to scrub the the tub and she dumped salt. She got the water as hot as it would go, dumped salt right on our wounds and scrubbed. What? Have I never told this story before? No. So she did that to me, Zach and Jake. For and a punishment? Because she said the reason why our hands were cracking is because we wouldn't dry them off after we washed them. And so they were going to get infected. And this is this, this was the only thing she could think to disinfect our hands with. Oh, my God. It was clear. It was just abuse. Yeah. And I, I was screaming at the top of my lungs as she was holding my hand underneath. And Jake, I remember watching Jake scream and Zach, too, like scream. Oh, my God, Bobby. <laughs> and so, like. It, 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 so you're it, triggered. Yeah, so I was thinking, I think about that all the time, like, especially when, I mean, my, I have really old-looking hands. Um, next time you, you're around, we notice that. Um, I have, actually. You, you've noticed that my hands are really old-looking. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I think she needs better lotion. <laughs> but, no, I wasn't saying that judging. I was just like, I bet they're, like, just dry like that because you're in the restaurant industry. Well, that's I remember. That's definitely I remember being in dentistry and having my hands be shot to shit all the time. So I was just like, oh, it's just restaurants. But my hands have looked this old since I was about eight. God. And it's because, you know, She's like scarred. my mom. She, well, yeah. And like I, they would crack open and you could like see the knuckle bone. And I don't know. There's something very sadistic about her using the. The tub brush. The tub brush. Yeah. And That's so hard bristles. Well, it was just gross. Like, it's like she dumps bleach in that and then scrubs it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, why is that going into my open wounds? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I was st- thinking about that memory, but in my head, she used to, her and my grandma have both wrapped us up after the, the bath and sing uh, a song, rock a don't you cry, we'll go to granny's up the hill and down the mill, see the little lammies. You know that song, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that her singing that kept playing over and over and over in my head for like 30 minutes while I thought of like every horrible thing that's happened in the bathroom with her. <laughs> and I like couldn't stop. I'd like meditate to make it stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was seriously just like having like an anxiety attack. And I think there's some, I'm not ready to unpack it all yet, but there's some stuff. I think there's more sexual abuse than I thought. Good God, Bobby. <laughs> um, this was, this was after karaoke night. This was, yeah, this was Thanksgiving day. Oh my God, Bobby. <laughs> so, but it was fine. And I just was like thinking about it. And then, um, I hate this shit too, because like, I just want to stop having my initial reaction to be thinking about this stuff. Cause I walked upstairs uh-huh. And Lisa and her kids and her husband were putting her tree up. And my uh, first reaction was my mind, Titus, or Titus, don't listen to this, was my mom fighting with my dad on Christmas Eve. It was like 630 and then it was probably like 430 in the afternoon. 
She's screaming at my dad. We're all just sitting there watching them for some reason. And my sister was like, Mom, just fucking stop. It's Christmas Eve. And she goes, oh, it's just Christmas Eve. She goes, you know what, Bobby? Santa Claus doesn't even exist on Christmas Eve. And I was standing next to the tree, and I just started to cry. And I just think – and she slammed the door and left. And Mm -hmm. I just – Think about that every time I see it. And one time my dad was on all messed out and he fucking wrestled the Christmas tree to the ground while we're all watching. And it's just like, these are the memories that I first think of when I see this stuff. And it's just like, this is why the holidays are hard for me because Mm -hmm. it's like, on the one hand, my mom has a beautiful, her decorations are beautiful. You know, there was all these facade of this whole thing. (laughs) There's these happy fun moments. And it's also like, why couldn't, I don't, I was, I was old enough to not know that Santa Claus didn't exist, but why can't you just wait 24 fucking hours, you know? 24 hours. And then the next day she got mad at me because I was like, I'm not getting up early. I don't give a fuck. There's no magic anymore. Like, I, it's just mm-hmm. things, you know? And Jake Jake and I used to get up early and, like, go see what we got and then go, like, pretend like we were asleep. Yeah. He, neither one of us did that that morning. And then my mom came in – uh woke me up and she's like come see what santa claus got you and i'm like santa claus isn't real and she like got mad at me for having an attitude and it's like well <laughs> you just had to hold out for like 12 more hours bitch but you did it so like i just like i get really sad it's real rich that she got mad at you oh right it's typical when she's the one who did all of that she should have been mad at herself well, I'm like, why would you tell your kid that to get back? And my dad was so, I remember my dad pissed. He's like, Carolyn, what is the fuck is wrong with you? And he like hugged me and he's like, like he comforted the fuck out of me. He's like, it's okay. Cause I was sobbing and everyone yeah. was like, I can't believe you just did that to her. Like my, all my siblings and my dad were like, I can't believe you just did that to her. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you just what? did that to her. It's Christmas yeah. Eve. The sun's going down. Like what? <laughs> we got this far. Like, let her have one more. And my, like, I remember everyone being like to my mom, like, I can't believe you did that. Like, everyone was so pissed. <laughs> so that was nice, at least. At least the family came to the rescue. But um, I just feel like it's like, I hate that my brain automatically goes there. You know what I mean? Well, it's the scar. It's the scars that's there. How do I? The scars remind us. <laughs> I had the same thing, too, putting up my tree is like half the ornaments I couldn't put up. And I used to have so much joy in them. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, these are tied to people that hurt me. Right. And I just, I don't want to get rid of them because someday I'll heal, right? Mm-hmm. But will I heal if I keep them around? And like, I don't know. I, uh, those scars, I can see why people have such a fucking hard time during the holidays. Cause like, this shit hurts and it doesn't well, go away. And it sucks too because, like, there's so many good memories. Like, Jake teaching me how to open a, a a present and taping it back exactly so so no one's like he got out his pocket knife like there's so many cute fun memories like we my we were we're hell of cook we're like damn good cooks in my family yeah. like Christmas cookies all this stuff so it's like why I don't know I guess I guess that uh that I don't know just the way she like she leaned the she leaned over and like it was so her face was like bright red and she was like foaming at the mouth she's like you know what bobby santa claus isn't real slam the door and it's like i wasn't even doing anything i was just, <laughs> I was just standing there wishing my parents weren't fighting <laughs> yeah come on guys 
but the Santa's fact that she, coming. the fact that she did that to me to piss off my dad it just shows the level there like it's like y'all should not be together or have kids yeah she was hateful yeah she's being a hateful bitch <laughs> oh. <laughs> but i also thought that maybe the solution is to like get in a relationship or something and start no well, i mean i mean yeah, seriously. making new memories like and getting my own christmas stuff or, or maybe even if i just like got my own tree or something but it's just like what's what's the effort and my room is has never been messier right now like i'm just like all i do is sleep and go having to work. a hard time yeah uh, yeah like definitely having a hard time and like uh people are gonna have a hard time this winter it's gonna suck. It's gonna be. Me. We're gonna be here the whole time, so just <laughs> tune Don't in, worry, tune and in. we'll all have it be sucky together. Well, and then I felt bad too because Lisa's kids were like, "You gonna get into Christmas this year or, or what?" And I was like, "For them, I should like I should make new because I, I love Lisa's kids. They're like my yeah. life. I love them. They're your um, nieces and nephews. They're, yeah, they're my niece and nephew. Yeah, but yeah. um, I so like." <laughs> I went down night before last and was determined to watch just nothing but Christmas movies to get the spirit. <laughs> but what told- one did you start with? I think our next episode should be Christmas movies. No, I'm down. Christmas All movies right. and music um, and traditions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what did I watch? I watched. Fuck, what did I watch? Spence likes to start with like the okay ones and then mm-hmm. work up to the great ones. So we watched Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> it's it's low on our list, and um, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, and that that got me a little bit. It did. I I started watching that the other day, and then oh, I, we watched the the episode where of Jack Frost when there's the, he's building the snowman and uh, landscape landslide is in the background. So. I was gonna watch that uh, last night, but I watched Wayne's World with Lisa before. She's never, she'd never seen it before. She'd never Listen, seen it. I hadn't seen it either until like two years ago. My friend Kelly, what hey, what's fuck? up, Kelly? Uh, she showed me it, and I was like, okay, yeah, that was worth it. Well, I just don't know how we didn't like. I must have like really been in protection mode with Lisa, or I, I knew she'd get in trouble. Like, or we'd both get in trouble <laughs> because I was like, I literally can quote that movie from start to finish, like. I, I'm like, how have you not? I've seen this movie so many times. Wayne's World's probably the movie I've seen the most in my life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, it's so fucking That's funny. That's a lot. <laughs> no, it's so funny, though. It's a funny fucking movie. Like, the, the musical references are great. And, like, if you had a kid, it would be frozen by now for sure. <sighs> I honestly think I would be that lame mom who wouldn't let her kids watch anything childlike. Or I listen said- to any childlike music. I said the same goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, but we all know that I'm crazy about this shit. <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't even know the ends of the earth you will do to go go for your kid, especially when she's as cute as Halo. So That's true. Sorry, I'm a sucker. But, like, I mean, I think I would just put on, like, never-ending story and stuff, like 80s style. Yeah, they, it doesn't work. <laughs> I tried Chipmunk Adventure. Halo was having none of it. Oh, Around the World in 80 Days. I love that one. Yeah, so good. <laughs> It's so crazy that I can't think of what mo- Christmas movie I watched the other night. And then I watched the Scooby-Doo Christmas uh, episode and mm-hmm. a Bob's Burgers episode of Christmas. And um, I like that you're doing like adult entertainment. Like America- the American Dad one, too. I like that. Yeah. Freaking. I like Santa- that for you. Uh, the new season of Big Mouth has Santa Claus's dick and balls in it. <laughs> 
I knew there was a reason I did not watch that show. (laughs) No, honestly, we let's talk about that show for a minute. I think it's interesting. Like, it's vulgar as fuck, but I wish I would have had that as a kid because we didn't get no sex education. (laughs) Like, I've learned more from this show than I learned in all twelve years of school. Shit. Yeah, of of like sex ed. (laughs) Um, um the the party that i waited on today was a uh, pro life uh medical center and they mm. all gave monotone speeches and mentioned about how grateful they were that they've given so many mothers were going in for an abortion and once they heard that first heartbeat they changed their mind i'm like i wonder what those kids are doing right now they're in foster care or they're like addicted to fucking they have fetal alcohol syndrome or something like that Jesus. I'm not saying that everyone goes in for an abortion is like scum of the earth crisis. That's what also, I'm saying. And no, no, no. I'm saying that like, if you have to go through the heartbreaking decision to make that choice, and then mm-hmm. in the end you you decide against it, you could. I mean, moms who want to be moms are shitty moms, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, it's just life. It's life altering on this side of the grass. I'm like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me any of this shit is going to go down post baby having. So, well, like your body is completely like it's like not even your body anymore, right? No. <laughs> like it's a vessel. My uh, my back problem, by mm-hmm. the way, anybody who wants the body update. <laughs> <laughs> my back problem is actually a hip problem. And I'm having a hip problem too and I, my hip's been hurting lately too. I'm like I must be just sympathy paying for you QOs. <laughs> the hip problem <laughs> is due to the core problem. The core problem is from having the baby in the first place and then having an emergency cesarean and then being traumatized and having postpartum depression to where I didn't like I didn't move mm-hmm. for a decade. What if, I mean, it was like a whole year, pretty much. Um, my, <laughs> I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> I'm fucking old. No, um, just like my 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 core muscles don't remember how to be core muscles anymore. And here yeah. I am three years later being like consciously moving my core muscles to kind of try to re- awaken them so that I don't have hip problems anymore. <laughs> I'm like so glad that i'm in the restaurant industry or else i would be seriously like so weak when, <laughs> but when people watch me do like tray shit like i'll just like carry a huge f- tray of like heavy ass shit mm-hmm. they're just like whoa <laughs> listen i want to start at only fans and uh-huh. then just have you do shit like that just lift up trays <laughs> yeah i want you to wear those dance goes on your feet too those what dance goes what the hell's that those are those clog shoes. Those you don't clogs. wear dance goes? Oh, like what chefs wear? Yeah. I'm supposed to be wearing non-slip grip, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just wear my chucks. <laughs> uh, these babies got me through everything else. So. Well, honestly, and um, <laughs> I'm probably going to live to regret the fact that I've been waiting tables in chucks for 20 years. Mm-hmm. but I don't like if I wear like comfortable shoes like it kills me like I can't do what I usually can do like I like being in touch with the earth if I could go barefoot everywhere I would but it would be gross ew yeah yeah and like chucks are the closest things there's like they're nothing you know um I'm gonna probably uh try to buy you out of your restaurant industry that's what I want you to do 
what? Uh, what? Yeah. Before you're old, I want to buy you out of your job at a restaurant industry. I want you to just be like retire somehow. Oh, well, hopefully this podcast will take off. Yeah. In, but in more than Sevier County. <laughs> I'm no, honestly, here for the 10 years it takes to get there. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll do 30 years in the industry. It's fine. But again, I'm saying I like the fat, what my body could do. Like, I'm like super fucking strong. Yeah, you are. And, and everyone, belligerent, too. <laughs> belligerent. I swear like a fucking sailor. <laughs> um, but uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, uh, oh fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. It, that never I'm happens sorry. on this podcast. No, it's I'm fine. sorry I derailed you. It's it's totally fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so what do you think about the? Uh, I want to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Oh shit! I can I tell you something first? Yeah. I have had. Do you know what an incomplete yawn is? Yeah. I've I've been dealing with incomplete yawns for two full days. You gotta fill your lungs all the way up with air. That's the solution. I've been trying so hard, but my body cannot relax enough to to get it in that far. It won't go. I'm trying so hard to relax. To get it in. Kyle Rittenhouse. Honestly, can I tell you something again? This is kind of going to be maybe a shitty statement. But Marjorie Taylor Greene, the first time I saw her, I thought she was the first trans woman to become a congressperson. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She wants she wants Kyle Rittenhouse to get the Congressional Medal of Honor. She she just images. <laughs> oh, yep. But she's a pro Republican. She's a she's you know obviously. She... She very much gives uh, masculine vibes. So no, I and I, I remember, I remember like I, a thought that you might have. I remember when she got put in. Um, I was look like, look at oh. these arms. Yeah, I was like, oh, She's cool. We muscly. we got it. We got a transgender. That's awesome. And then I got to know her as a politician, and I'm like, wow, this person's evil and mm. stupid and just dumb. Mm. She's just so dumb. And her and Lauren Boebert or whatever the fuck, also dumb. And also that uh, Matt gets gates but um I... when i heard that uh what's her name caitlin jenner was wearing lgbtq let's get biden to quit i was like i'm so disappointed yeah I that trans wait. all trans people aren't cool i know right <laughs> like that is like we've, i'm sure we've talked about it before but it is a double-edged sword because caitlin jenner i feel like helped get the trans conversation kick-started you know because of the kardashians yes but like She's just the worst. <laughs> She's just the fucking worst. But um, so Kyle Rittenhouse killed white dudes. Yeah. And what's funny is my super conservative Christian friend, who's always wow, are you tired? Oh, I tried to get the yawn in. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, he called me that night, and he's like, "Who did the my, the super conservative Christian guy?" Oh, I thought you were talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse has my number. You got the inside scoop on him. But he's like, well, what do you think about it? And I'm like, uh, I think he shouldn't have been there. And he's like, well, he was just def- he was just defending himself. And I'm like, he shouldn't have been there. Period. I'm like, you know, I mean, and I guess this is what people say about women at parties and stuff. But yeah. like someone beat his ass up with a skateboard. The key- He had his skateboard and he had a fucking automatic weapon. Like, I don't understand. Yep. I don't even understand the logic. 
yeah. of being like, oh, it's fine that he was there. And then like how he like blubbered like a little bitch on state on the on the stand. I was like, oh my god. But like that judge was out of control too. Um, judges should... are judges are actually our big problem right now. I feel yes, judges. You know what? Entire systems are failing us right now. Even so much as to go down to the system of holidays where you have to see it with your family. Those systems are failing us. Like what system? Like the police system. Like the judicial system. Like the Congress Sitting down with your family? Like explain that further. Oh, you don't want me to go up? Okay, so um, we have religious systems and holiday systems that say, hey, what's up? You have to sit by your family. Like, why don't we have Thanksgiving in a way that doesn't involve uh, genocide and has to do with the people that you want to be around? Yeah, maybe we should Have a holiday around that. Maybe we should change the name to Thanksgiving to, like, Friendship Day or whatever. Where we still get together, but, like... Yeah. It needs to be seriously rebranded just like Facebook. (laughs) Yes. I just like... I was just reading about Meta... Oh God, that's never gonna catch on. Um, I but hate it. I feel anyway. like, um, yeah, the ju- there there was another judge too who, uh, a guy pleaded guilty to four rapes, and he was supposed to get eight years, which is also he should have got way more than that. Uh, and the judge was like, he just he like dismissed the he only gave him eight months probation or something. So like this is happening on the same day, isn't it? I think it was like a it was a day or two before. Or after. Oh, this is just so like, oh. But, like, here's what we've really come down to, right? Like, Kyle Rittenhouse was overdoing BL, the BLM protest because he was protecting and helping the cops protect private property, right? The guy, the kid that got uh, chased down and shot by those three guys that all got murdered, thank God. They all got accused of, like, they all got charged. Or they were all found guilty. <laughs> um, they said the reason why they were chasing him down is because he broke into a half-built house and was stealing things out of there hmm. so it's like so you thought it was okay to shoot him a teenager or maybe he's like 25 a young man because he may have stole something out of a house half-finished house a, a week or two ago are you shitting mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and you're gonna shoot him three times point blank with a shotgun mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only reason by the way the only fucking reason why that even got any recognition is because of the protesting like they didn't release the video of are you talking about Ahmad Arbery yeah the runner yeah the guy who just shot the okay because yeah so Ahmad's the p- person who shot them mm-hmm. uh got sentenced they all th- no they haven't got sentenced yet they just got um he was convicted guilty. of murder yeah all, all three of, of them yeah yeah, and yeah. The, the one that actually shot him got like uh he got a a harsher charge than the other two yeah. guys, but they still got all got charged with murder. Yeah, um, there was a GoFundMe that was started on behalf of the convicted murderer. Yeah, and the GoFundMe shut it down. Good. But still, like, yes, you're talking about how all of these different news things happen, just like boom, boom, boom. Well, and we're sitting here saying you can, um, you can kill someone for property. Like what? Yes. Is this real? Yes, it is. According to racism, because like even even people looting, people were like, you need to shoot those people that are looting. 
So so stuff is worth more than people, is what you're saying. Well, I'm down with a little, like, uh, roof Koreans, like, from the L.A. riots. They just st- stood on their, uh, they're like, they, those are seven other convenience stores with guns, and they're like, don't come loot. So they were protecting their property. Yes. But I also think that, like, they were just, they were just like, being like, hey, just so you know, don't come in here. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't, like... You know, no, like, no, no. I know what you're. I, you know I, I mean? know you're talking about. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I think, I'm I, think saying... I think people have the right to protect what's theirs, but I also think that killing someone over whatever, and like the fact that Kyle, yeah. like I, these are all different instances, but like Kyle Rittenhouse drove over state lines and was yep. in like tactical gear, and a guy was kicking the shit out of him with a skateboard, and he shot him. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, There's reasons why children don't need assault rifles. Jesus, there's some. There's a lot of states you don't even have to like register your guns. I guess, which Isn't I think is nuts? weird. That's strange to me. I just feel like, I think I'm all for the Second Amendment, but we need to like, <laughs> we need to know where the guns are. I was reading today that there are eight nuclear weapons unaccounted for. What the? F- <laughs> you keep blowing my mind with all of these things that you're reading. <laughs> I know, right? Eight. 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 Dead ass nuclear bombs that are just. No one, no one knows where they're at. Chilling somewhere. Someone has, I mean, like someone obviously someone has, has them. them, or maybe one they're just, like, person knows. or something. <laughs> maybe one of them fell off like a, a, or an aircraft carrier or something. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez um, Louise, lost, huh? Yeah, eight. That's enough to kill everyone on the planet. <laughs> they're all dotted along the ocean, and it'll just split the planet in two, and we'll be gone. God, can it happen today? <laughs> as long as we uh can die quickly that would be great so i think uh your boy justin timberlake came pretty close to getting canceled uh justin timberlake is not my boy oh why not he's such an asshole did you watch that janet jackson special yet no it's on hulu i rec- i actually recommend it listen uh, i don't know how uh janet jackson got canceled for that and the person who ripped off her clothes uh, had a star-studded career after that. No, Justin Timberlake is a is an a real asshole, a real asshole. Well, the New York Times are doing a very good job of righting their wrongs. They did the Britney Spears thing, mm. and they highlight the fact that Justin didn't get any of yep. the, the shitty coverage that she did. Yeah, they, they did the same thing with Janet. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like. A lot of interesting points got brought up because they're like, well, she was wearing that nipple cover. So obviously she knew this was coming and maybe she did. I don't know. But she looked she looked assaulted. Shocked. Yeah. Yep. Um, and one of these women said, you're just saying that a woman can't be decorative and love her body. And like she's going out to the super. She probably wanted to feel empowered. So she's like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to get these nipple covers on me. Da-da-da. Like, who knows what Janet Jackson's rituals are? Who knows? Yeah, how you- also, have you ever had nipple chafe against sweaty leather? Oh, right, right, right. And I have like, nearly had my nipples pulled off several times during sex. It is not fun. You don't want them rubbing around. Wait, what's going on with the leather in your sex life? <laughs> it's not due to the leather. It's due to the sweaty skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Like, yeah, but it, no. But I never even thought about that, where it's like, what what rituals do superstars, especially they're going to go perform at the Super Bowl? Yes. Like, like I'm a badass bitch. Yeah, like. Go off, girl. Do you do whatever you need to do? And you're right. Anything about the shaping either? Like that's a valid point too. And they said that the original choreography was he was going to tear off her skirt and she was going to be wearing like a sexy, you know, like 
one piece or whatever underneath. Uh-huh. Um, and they decided against it. And then they were going to do that. And he, I guess Justin had a meeting with the wardrobe, like right before it and stuff to let him to know about the changes. And I don't know. Anyways, point is, <laughs> as I'm watching this and I'm like, shit, the New York times is trying to get Justin Timberlake canceled. Like, which mm. whatever he might deserve it. But, um, mm. I don't really think anyone deserves to get canceled. I don't think, I think people in their own sense should be like, I'm not listening to your bullshit anymore. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't think anyone should actively try to cancel anyone, honestly. But, um, I'm not trying to cancel Justin Timberlake. I'm still going to sing. It's going to be May and all that. shit. It's going to be May. No, um, but, uh, I just don't think he's a very nice person. He's really rude to, his fans which i think your fans get you where you are so you need to be mm-hmm. humble and thank them every day uh i just don't think he's a nice attractive kind person i just think he's just i don't know he's i think he's conceited well he did uh write a tweet in february that pretty much i'm paraphrasing here i'm not i don't have the direct tweet but he was just like uh there's a lot of racism and misogyny that's going on and he's like and i definitely benefited off of it he's like i'm sorry to all the women who have gone through this all the women who you know all or all the people who have not gotten what they deserved and i got it because i was riding this wave he's like specifically britney spears and janet jackson mm-hmm. which i think was good but it's yeah, just... he said, I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important to say, hey, look, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like, this is kind of what I want out of the whole Josh thing, too, is for two dudes who are teenagers to be like, hey, we fucked up. We're sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think Josh would be like, it's okay. Like, I don't think he's going to be like. Tell me you're sorry. Kill the day. beast. <laughs> Kill the beast. Gaston. <laughs> no. He, I mean, yeah, you're right. We do, we do want, God damn, sorry, I'm like this. We do ultimately want people to get better and level to grow. Up. Like, yeah. Yeah, level up. Like, we, we want our moms to level up. We want everybody mm-hmm. to just. I want like, myself to level up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh Yeah. So that's why know. it's easy to get disappointed in when like it feels like so much of the world is stuck in a cycle of like allowing people to get away with shit and punishing people for things they didn't do, like wrongful convictions too. It's like we can't it just sucks. I also read something today that uh $10,000 worth of Louis Vuitton shit was stolen on Rodeo Drive, which is like two bags, right? Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's been, and like the cops were all over it. The paper was all over it. And like over $5 million of uh, theft from dispensaries getting held up in the past month and nothing. No way. Yeah. Louis Vuitton. Fuck Louis Vuitton. Jesus. Even though they did, I do like the... Uh, the suitcase that they did for uh, the Dar- Darjeeling Limited. I thought those, those were great. <laughs> did you hear about <laughs> the interview with um, Biden today? No, God, what? Okay, please. It's kind of funny. <laughs> please forgive me. Hold on. Does he say, let's go, Brandon? No. That would be funny. He should. He should honestly get a shirt that says, let's go, Brandon. 
and just wear what it if everywhere. What he does? Yeah, that would be great. It would piss off. It would piss everyone off so bad. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. Somebody is asking Biden. having a nervous breakdown right now i would be too man dude i i mean i read that i know that it's everywhere but i'm like why is anyone even surprised by this i'm more annoyed that he met with the gold star families after testing positive like old people kids that had Mm. had already lost fucking people in wars he's just a cunt and like i can our followers do not want us to be political i mean I'm well, I'm trying to stay neutral as much as possible, but I really I really do not like Trump, and I just can't. I think it's embarrassing that we keep uh, electing celebrities into office. We need to stop doing that. Like yeah. it started with Reagan, and that was bad. Yet another failing system. Yeah, like let's you know. I just feel like I feel like I feel like political office or whatever should be public office should be just like a lottery. Hmm. But I yeah, don't know, I don't know if that would work. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. Maybe make some requirements like you have to pass tests and stuff. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that if that were the case, so if that were the case, then we probably would have a lot more, like taking care of each other type of thing, mm-hmm. so that we ensure that we have a good society to pick from. And, like, maybe we wouldn't have a population of homeless people that are, like, struggling to... Well, right. Imagine if a homeless person was president tomorrow. Right. That actually might be really good. <laughs> but it's also, like, yeah, it would it would cause us to invest in our schools, to invest in the future yeah. a little more. Yeah. Make sure that everybody was on the same page and the same level. And not, not in a, like, a cult or a um, regimented type of way, but, like... Just in a way that would be like, I care about the people that I'm around. Hmm. Because they might be my leader one day. Um, that that uh, actor who did the false hate crime accusation is going to trial today. False hate crime accusation? Yeah, he said it was in like Chicago. This was like two years ago. He said that, or it was like right during, it was probably like a year ago. This time has no meaning anymore. But um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He just did a false report that he was involved in a hate crime because he's gay mm. and black. Mm. And they found out that he, it was a lie. So he's going to court, which he should, I think. Yes, he should. <laughs> like, guess what? We don't need your help with us. <laughs> we don't need your... There's already bad shit happening, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what, do you think uh, Do you think Justin Timberlake's reaching the end of his relevancy? I don't think he is. No, I don't think that the reason why he would talk about this would be to research his popularity because he's pretty, he doesn't need anything and he's got so many things going for him outside of being a face in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think he, he needs to apologize to become relevant anymore. I think it's a sincere apology. Or sincere I mean, thought, you know. I, I think so too. And doesn't he have like he's got a wife now and like 
daughters, right? Yeah. So I think that changes people's tunes pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Anthony's episode the other day, just laughing my ass off. <laughs> He's so cute. I know. I love him. <laughs> um, when I walked into karaoke, I was like, so whoever's singing is doing a really good job. And I look up and it's him. And I'm like, oh my God. He's so good at singing. Uh, yeah. He's good at everything. That little bitch. I have a question. Why did we have to go to Johnny's on second? Because I had karaoke. Oh, so is it, it was just about the karaoke? Yeah. And I said, let's go to, I was, I think I suggested Little Willie's and someone wasn't into it. I think I was telling, I wanted Cassie to come. Um, mm. But she was like, uh, I think I might've gotten kicked out of there last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who hasn't gotten kicked out of Little Willie's? It's part of, it's part of living in Salt Lake. <laughs> I used to live like two blocks away from Little Willie's, uh, from Big Willie's and Little Willie's. They're just right across the street from each other. So we would, in the winter, we'd just walk down, take it a few shots, walk back <laughs> to our apartment <laughs> on Sundays when we couldn't, like, you know, get booze. Yeah. It was fun. It was that funny. is funny. Yeah. Well, I was like, this is a really sketchy part of town. Cool. But then, like, just... Phil Dunphy's bar is right next door. So I was like, it can't be that bad. Um, I want to meet phil dumphy i think robbie has met him i'm pretty sure he has so it'd be weird he's worked at uh, forever. <laughs> did i ask him he that? wouldn't no i just think if you had worked there that like you would have to have met him well he doesn't live in salt lake no but he like he, has to come around he went to school and played soccer here well i like how we call him phil dumphy too like we don't know his real name i really don't <laughs> Uh, I, it's, it's like right on the tip of my tongue, but whatever. Anyways, um, he also did a lot of COVID relief for uh, Salt Lake bar wor- bar workers, restaurant bar workers. Oh, too. wow. Cool. Yeah, so thanks to you, sir. I would totally make out with him. <laughs> even even when he was the bad guy in Dawn of the Dead. Oh, that's scary. Have you seen that movie? It's so good. No. Um, when I was back in the day when I'd get like really sad or like lovesick, I would just watch zombie movies. That was my thing. Dawn of the Dead is probably one of my favorites. I I finally got to watch Shaun of the Dead. Oh my god, that's such a fucking funny movie. It is pretty funny. But um, Spencer does not like that I don't laugh <laughs> at funny movies. <laughs> because I'm scared of zombies, first of all. I don't like people dying. And so I'm just dealing with the shock of like the horror part of the horror comedy uh-huh. and can't process the comedy part. <laughs> so I'm just like, Oh my God. <laughs> well then you should watch, uh, I mean, there's definitely death in it, but you should watch, um, the one where they're cops. What is that one called? Oh, 21 jump street. No, those two guys are cops. Oh my God. What is wrong with me? I can't think of anything. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, Ted, I'm going to look that up. Phil Dunphy's name is Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. It's why can't I think of the Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I just had to put Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Um I was thinking Shields Out for some reason. That's not even a movie. I'm like, it's a really bad name for a movie. I don't think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But have you seen that movie? Hot Fuzz? It's so fucking Shields Out does not exist. I guess. Well, it's about to. <laughs> um, you, by the way, you were 
you loved every second of the Stephen Lee interview. He's got a lot of cool things to say. Holy huh? shit. I'm like, can you be my grandpa? Can I just like <laughs> sit in here and talk to you? <laughs> and like... I immediately was like, you need to marry him before I risk it all with a big fight with Spencer and just happen to be single around him. What an adorable human with this, such a big ass brain to hold all of that shit in his head. Like dates well... and names. <laughs> He's got a really hot voice, too. I don't remember him having a hot voice like that. Um, well, you know, manhood does it to you. Yeah, but I've seen him recently, I feel. You know who has a really hot voice and tricked me every time? Who? I gotta just type it. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yeah. Every time we'd call my house, I'd be like, who are you <laughs> with like my ear my tucking my ear like who's calling me with this voice i'd talk oh, to them I... for a while and be like who is this and he'd be, he'd be like it's me and i'm like fuck oh. fuck i honestly always thought you two were gonna get married but um <laughs> maybe the reason why i like because he's called my house before but he was probably a child when it was <laughs> he hadn't gone through puberty yet <laughs> fuck you talking about <laughs> i'm gonna leave all this in i hope he likes this uh <laughs> boost fluff your feathers bro yeah fuck. have you guys been talking then or what you okay? uh, yeah we're fine as long as we don't talk politics <laughs> we're, we're buds right i mean i'm so bummed that like the world's gotten that way though like where there's like topics you just can't talk about like we have a regular who's a super you know conspiracy theory not <laughs> and it's just like i can't have a conversation with you because it's outside of logic <laughs> and i'm down to go down no logic town i'm love i love to going down that road but you if not if you're gonna be this heavily invested in it like i have a theory i have what? a conspiracy theory that i was like this probably could be true what if reality tv shows like tiger king is all actors don't you think it would be kind of easy to set up all of this shit? Well, like the Blair Witch Project was all actors. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you watch the new season yet? Oh my god! Painfully, I'm only on the third episode because no, Spencer. I it. <laughs> oh, painfully! I'm like, why have you finished that? Spencer keeps falling asleep in the second. I mean, it's only forty minutes long, but he's falling asleep during the second episode, and we have to go back and start over. So straight up crisscross applesauce with, with my headphones on, on my bed. The second it came out, watched all six episodes. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, my friend was like, Oh, I've never watched it. And I was like, how the fuck did you not watch Tiger King? Yeah. And so I've watched it like said, five times. He sat us down and I, we were like yelling about Tiger King. You gotta watch it, bro. So he was like, okay, fine. Between squid game and Tiger King, which one should I watch? And Spencer looked at me and said, three, two, one. And simultaneously, we're like, Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, are you for real? Because this, this guy has been to Korea, and he would definitely love Squid Game. Right. But um, Well, you know, he's going we to watch like, it on his own time then. So you don't have to I was it's, like, it's listen. A, it's a waste of a vote. We're putting all of our stock on this Tiger King thing. Because it's madness. And once you watch it and see it for how unimaginably addicting it is. 
Then you will trust us about Squid Game. But listen, you got to build your faith on a solid foundation. I'm not risking that Squid Game. <laughs> Tiger King it is. You got to watch Tiger King. Well, this is what a shitty human being I am. You know, uh, the guy and the redhead, his wife's a redhead and they like are like swingers or whatever. The bat, the the main yes. bad guy. I hate those guys. I hate those two, two, those two, too. And then she's. Have you seen the part where she's stripping? Yet, no. She's, she's like on a pole, and I was like, the second I saw her C-section scar, I I seriously laughed out loud. I don't know why, but I was like, ah! oh my god. <laughs> I don't. I like. I don't know why. I'm so annoyed with his um requirement for her to be like this sex object oh my god i hate i hate him he's this he's gross he's so gross but he honestly these people are real because i know them like we both grew up in sevier county (laughs) what my like my mom has dated some sketchy characters that like remind me a lot of the people on the show oh i see you don't know them (laughs) but i know know people like them Yeah. yeah and that's the thing is like the first season when Joe was looking at a tornado and then like whips around on a four wheeler, I, <laughs> like, I fucking I that. seen that in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like people do stupid shit and then they're like, hur, hur, well, and how and, everyone's like, drive like, away. How everyone's like, when he puts on his EMT jacket, they're like the quickness in which he put on that EMT jacket. <laughs> but it's like, but the thing is, is in rural communities like that, everyone's an EMT. You know, like all. all- <laughs> All my cousins on my on the like we have a branch of the family that they're all EMTs. So like it would make sense like if if that situation like that occurred, they would run to their car and grab their EMT jacket just so people on the scene would know that like know that they could help. Yeah, yeah. But in a similar way, I have so many. When I was skinny, I had so many um, Chicago Fire Department (laughs) T-shirts that I could be like, yeah. (laughs) Why do Um, I have this shirt? Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Price stole a highway, a highway patrolman's jacket out of his car. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I'm like, that's so Hell. fucking punk rock. Who's? I don't know, but somehow my brother got it. And <laughs> we were going, <laughs> we were going up to an Alkali Trio concert and, uh, we rear-ended the guy and my brother. <gasps> My brother got out in that high patrolman jacket. The guy must have had drugs on him because his bumper was falling off. He's like, no big deal. It's no big deal. Oh! <laughs> Jake just puts on the most serious face. No, it was Zach. It was Zach. Oh, Zach. <laughs> but, like, like, Jake was there. But, like, it was, it was like, so funny. He's like, no, this is nothing. This is nothing to me. It's not a big deal. And uh, we were like, well, that was lucky. Dirk got whiplash, but whatever. <laughs> Jesus. We've all got whiplash at one point or another together. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. But no, uh I love I, so I Joe lo- pulls out his EMT. That's so funny. No, but like I love that people were like the quickness of what she's done. I'm like, I know so many people like that. Like and the guy who uh gets hammered when he's like, I think about that for a minute. The one who's uh smoking the cigarette at while he's filling up gas cans. You know him? <laughs> He reminds me exactly what? of my mom, one of my mom's old boyfriends, Danny. Like, exactly. So what if this all paid actors and they just, like, went down to Ridgefield, studied some people's <laughs> lives, and were like, put I'm it together, saying, man. No, I'm telling you, like, you can't act that way. You just have to be that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude. I do. Or it's like, I it, do. Takes, it takes that level of alcohol and cigarettes and meth to get that way. You can't, you can't method act your way into this role. <laughs> Like you just can't. And like it's his just haircut. Like how that... When Napoleon Dynamite came out and w- everybody was like, Yeah, this is like this is life. <laughs> it's 
it's fine. Oh, my God. Napoleon Dynamite scars me for life because <laughs> I was in Panguitch. And, again, like, all my best friends from high school, I don't even talk to them anymore. Um, <laughs> except for Megan. Which, by the way, my cousins have been adding me lately. So I'm like, oh, words out. Words out. We're going out on Thanksgiving that I have a podcast. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Shannon's taking us to a mill this weekend. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, which, just text, text me when. I think it'll be like Saturday, maybe Sunday. Okay. She's, uh, she's watching her kid's dog okay. while he goes and visits his brother. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yes. She's like, I want my sons to be together. Of course I'll come watch your dog. I forgot. Yeah. But anyways. Napoleon Joe, Dynamite. No, no, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So my friend Sky, I probably told this story before too. He was obsessed with that movie. So I had it memorized before I'd even seen it because he just me- talked. He would just repeat it to me all day long. And we, we were like, we what in the out. autism? <laughs> I know we would hang out at school all day. And then he, and he'd talk about it the whole time. And then he'd go do like track or whatever. And I would go to work and then we'd all get together at the, at like at night. And I, we would go to have like a cup of soup at the truck stop, the 24 hour truck stop. And he would just, just do it and do it and do it. And like, I remember one time, Everyone was like, Sky, you got to stop. But he just thought it was funny just to always be quoting mm-hmm. this fucking movie. This is before <laughs> memes, right? <laughs> it hit the guy like everyone was at their wits end with him. And he, again, thought it was so funny. <laughs> I love him. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so um, we were at a table. There, there was this booth and there was like nine of us sitting at this table. And um, they were all pissing me off. Don't remember why, but I was pissed off at every single one of them. So I said one line about Napoleon Dynamite to Sky, and he just started going off, and I'm like, "See you guys!" <laughs> and I got up and left, <laughs> went home. <laughs> and one of my friends texted me. He's like, "He went on like that for about an hour. I hope you're happy." I'm like, "I am. Thank you." <laughs> but when I finally did, I literally watch it, had my AC changed at my last house, and the entire time, this electrician was just quoting the nacho libre movie because he had just watched it with his 13 year old son and he was like <laughs> he was even doing the faces and everything <laughs> i was like there's a reason this guy's an electrician he needs this job i use my hands <laughs> to wipe my tears <laughs> my uh cousin mason is always like he, that and hot rod he's always like bobby Bob, have you like have you watched it i actually had a dream about him last night that's so crazy oh is he is he okay I had a dream Tyson Guernsey was dead and he's not. Thank God. I know. I was been worried about him this whole time. I'm like, Bobby better not have any more dreams. No, it was very strange. Cause I was like, it was one of those dreams where like a week had passed. And I, so I was like, I would, I'm like, if I just found out that he died, I'd still be sad. Like that level of sad today. Oh yeah. <laughs> that I was like the day I found out and he'd watched my story, like one of my stories that day. So I was like, okay, I think I like, that no. was a dream. <laughs> but I like, message him just to be sure <laughs> i'm like are you alive out of dream he died he's like yep i'm still living this horrible existence with you and i'm like <clears throat> that's so weird because uh my, that same day my nana said she had a dream about me and she wanted to make sure i was okay so i was like people are people no, are having the, the, dreams the, the dream world's weird right now i've been hearing it from a lot mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. yeah. i uh woke up out of a dead-ass sleep walking out like I got up from my bed and started walking before I woke up this morning. I'm just like, 
Um, yeah, something's going on in the dream world for real. I've heard I heard a lot of people talking about dreams lately. Really, like, more than usual. Like I'm always we're always talking about our dreams. But... Of course, we're like, <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> Whoop dee doo. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, ever since you mentioned Harry Styles in our music episode, I've been noticing so much more lately. Really, he really is great. He's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you approve. It's really important that you approve some of the things I do. Because I gatekeep with the music, as no, Anthony said. No. Well, yeah, he did say that. But <clears throat> No, and Zach's been saying it to me, too, his husband. He's like, yeah, I bobby with your gatekeeping. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> I'm like, it's one of my flaws. But it's very important to me that even though it's outside your comfort zone, that you approve of the shit I do. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, uh, this is probably why I love Bowie and stuff, too. I mean, like. He's obviously a talented musician, but David Bowie. I don't know what Harry Styles' music's like. I don't want to, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I like the, the meets and the message, I think. And uh, he's not just like whatever. I like that. I like that he's just like whatever. Like yeah. super open. Like that's how we need to be. We just need to be like open to things. And, you know, it's okay to be interested, but not judgmental, I guess. <laughs> so I think he's giving people a good lesson. And I like that he's using his platform for good and not evil. Yeah. I love seeing everybody's <clears throat> Spotify wrapped. Oh my god! Right, the the amount of people like I've been getting private messages of people being like, "Look, you're my stop. You're my top." Podcast. Really? That's yeah. so nice. Yeah, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, some people have been tagging us in, but I don't. I don't think I see all of them. So I don't think but, everyone's. It's today's the first day of the wraps. Yeah, and also like people just been sending them to me too and be like, "You're my number one," and I just think that's really cute. That is really cute. Um, kind of embarrassing that it's my number one. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, so it would have been my number one, but Mormon and the Meth Head had 66 episodes out. I'm actually slacking on our on our episodes. I haven't listened to them all yet. I'm like a few behind. I get that anxiety where I'm just like, like we said at the beginning of this episode, it's like I get scared of what I need to be accountable for. <laughs> right. Um yeah but so yeah tomorrow for the fireside we have steven leon yes he's, uh he is from Penguage. he's a historian wait i thought i was gonna save that for the last episode and release cassidy's smart tomorrow oh okay well tomorrow's cassidy <laughs> cassidy's a good one she's a she's a josie which is good yes um and i don't know exactly what all she's gonna get into but she said she's an open book so we're going to be getting a lot of her uh, her insight. She's a bastard. She doesn't. She never. She didn't have a dad. You know. She grew mm. up in po- she grew up in poverty. Her cool. family. Her family's my my. They're like my family. They're calling. They're like pretty much my family. Um, her big sister is my best friend, and um, she's gonna come on and she's kind of. She, I think we're gonna have to pull her out of her shell a little bit. So yeah, get ready. Should I come to your house? Would no. that be better? No. Okay. My house is noisy. You know that. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's really noisy. But we could kick them out and then. <laughs> that wouldn't work. They'd be like, let's be on. Let us be on it. <laughs> Can we be on your show? <laughs> <laughs> she was worked off about something the other day. She's like, I, she was like, I listened to one of the, she gets like really, she gets definitely secondhand trauma traumatized by the uh-huh. shit because. Cause you know we grew up together, so she's like, I she's like, I'm not caught up, but I listened to the, the uh, disgrace episode, the 
Mm-hmm. The hashtag just she's like and she's like hugged me. She's like I'm so sorry and all this stuff. And I was just like, it really okay. is not her fault. It's, it's not, not her fault. It's no. nobody's fault. Well, I know, but like I think I it's just stuff I'm going through now. And like lately, when I've been like feeding myself, she's like, thank you for taking care of my friend. And I'm like, oh my, that's God. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're so sweet. But um, yeah, they're uh, very enthusiastic about this podcast, which is very nice of them. We want them to be on. Yeah, just get in line everybody's in line listen we've already <laughs> i think we're booked through march honestly with all the people that we have lined up so like yeah right it'll be season four you guys will be on <laughs> season four um are we gonna have four seasons out by this time next year <clears throat> yeah well yeah. um oh, we're never taking breaks well yeah end of season end of season two is the end of this year uh-huh. and then beginning of next year starts season three so um, by the way, guys, Kendra's making its prescribed merch. <laughs> she's, she's, she's drawing it up. Micaiah fucking loved it. Yeah, that's so nice to hear because I was like, uh, is this what you want? No, I honestly just thought the font. I didn't think you were actually going to start drawing shit, but I love it. I think it's great. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's funny right. as fuck. So, uh, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think our merch is going to be ready for Christmas, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're working on it. I'm Listen, giving Kendra my ideas and making her be the workhorse, even though she's getting, a, she's getting a bachelor's. You don't need to support us for Christmas. You can support us anytime by buying our merch. <laughs> Whenever it's out, you'll know. Um, one of the guys that I work with, uh, what did he say to me? And I was like, whatever, fuck capitalism. And he goes, tell that to your capitalism car you got out there, Bobby. And I was like, why? He's like, it's pretty fancy. <laughs> And I'm like, I know, but I love him. <laughs> I'm like, you've been admiring my car, huh? He's like, yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> Your Mazda? I love my car. It's so cute. It is cute. I should take better. I should clean it. Aw. But I honestly feel like that's not like. <laughs> but your car like understands I... when you're going through a hard time. And it's like, it's Well, okay. I also like my car is like. I don't clean my car because I'm always in my car. Like, I love my car. Like, if I don't, if I go a whole day without driving my car, I feel bad and I go take him for a ride. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> You're a good pet owner. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yes, my car is dirty and it's on all black interior with my blonde hair. So, it's <laughs> everywhere. And, like, all the drinks I've had and, like, the, there's, like, fries. Every, every, every fast food restaurant is represented in that car in one way. <laughs> so, you're, like, you have, like, a toddler. Your car's your toddler. Yeah. It's just I'm a the, little messy. No, no, I'm my car's toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His name's Polly. Beautiful. <laughs> Cute. I do love me and my Polly. Anyway, I need to shower, etc. But mm. uh, this was just a catch up, guys. I hope it was very, it was a, uh, it was just an easy, easy rider. We'll come back with uh, some Christmas stuff. And I want to talk about sexism in the workplace cool uh so that that that'll that might be one of our we don't know we we have we don't really i mean kendra has a plan so i'm just talking about uh yeah i think we only have a couple of pod episodes left of this season so it'll be like your episode and i think it's gonna be sexism in the workplace and then a christmas episode right yep and that's it um yeah and then season finale stephen lee yeah uh fireside yeah. Kendra, honestly, it's our longest fireside, and we could have gone even longer, even though we all had to pee. That's kind of why we got off. But uh, yeah. Kendra was like, 
enthralled totally i always love talking to steve so you know you know when you're talking to your friends you're like i don't know if this is actually interesting or if i'm just excited to hear from him you know but the no. fact that kendra was like yes yes tell me more tell me more i was, I was like, like give us no less than three more stories <laughs> <laughs> he really is so cute too i love him he's actually he's actually the person that we created the mission or suicide game because we talk oh, about... Oh, because everybody's throwing away their shit. <laughs> well, I think I've always, you know, I've always been suicidal. So I'm sure there was a time where I was like giving away my stuff. And they're like, what's going on? Yes. <laughs> like, I've had to be like, I can't take this because you're going to get through this. I can't take your shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyways. Yeah, it's true. I remember being like, when I would go to my friend's like receptions, I'd just call them funerals because I'd never see them again. <laughs> I get like audios. <laughs> no, uh... You learn that you get the call. I'm like, I'm the person everyone calls when they get divorced or leave the church. You know, it's fine. You're probably going to be the person people start calling when they leave the church. Uh, yeah. People are like, so how did you do this? And I'm like, well, listen to my podcast. Every journey's different. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I do got to pee again. So uh, we, wait, we say these things. Oh. We say these things. Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.